Dog Sports, but we came here to win the most legit podcast. That's why we know you're tuning in. We cover the biggest news. We underdogs, but we can't lose. So trust the process. Yes, you, because we got Chris and Anju to bless you with the best features, best stories. We diving deep like a Lambo leap. Wake up, kid, and stop snoring. We on point just like this beat. Bring the passion like the talk path. In the cold, get a gold brand. Sit back and race the cat, because we start this show like right now. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of The Underdog. Chris Horwardale joined by Matt Crone. Matthew, how's it going? Chris, happy Thursday. We did it again. We're back back uh, four days into the week. One more to go. How are you on this evening? <laughs> you nailed that. I'm doing well. <laughs> Thank you for asking. I did want to talk about what happened yesterday, though, before the great, great teaser in our little pre-show chat that there is a an accusation coming uh, in my direction, and we'll get to it that. Belongs, they they coincide. That's okay. the thing. They they coincide. I hope I'm not wrong, but I also I hope I'm wrong, but I hope I'm not wrong at the same time. That, and that's what this this has to do with. Matt, if anyone can be both right and wrong at the same time, I do believe that it is you. <laughs> it's I'm a fifty. That's why I love the fifty fifty so much. I'm fifty percent wrong, fifty percent right. <laughs> so let's talk about it. Yesterday, uh, because Greg had some stuff going on, you hosted uh, Better's Delight for the first time, I, as far as I know, your first ever, uh, first ever podcast hosting experience. How did you think it went? Well, so I I think it went well. I was so. I've been doing shows for maybe a year now on the underdog network. It's mm-hmm. pretty, and I, I felt very comfortable. I have not had any like pressure on me. This is the first time where I did like have a little bit of nerves. You know, I was a little bit nervous coming in. Like right when, when I saw the six, five, I, <laughs> I, I came out firing. Like, as you said, I forgot to say my own name and yeah. introduce who I was and just was talking and blabbering. But, but here's, here's what it is, Chris. This is why we, we usually our beginning of the podcast, we hop on here before the show starts. We talk for, for about 30 to 45 minutes about bird migration, just mm-hmm. anything you can think of, anything you read on AOL.com. Mm-hmm. There's a text message. I want to call. I, I'm calling you out because I think this is a text message from you. Okay. Because the person who sent it to our group blocked out the names. Oh, then I, I don't think that I'm, I'm rel- uh, this is me, but I'm willing to hear. It was a text from Greg to our group. So somebody texted Greg and said, I think your job is safe. Oh, that was absolutely me. I knew it was you, you (laughs) jerk. (laughs) I saw that text. Greg cut out your name on it. And I was like, I know that's Chris. Yeah, Why why would he possibly (laughs) cut my name out on that? So um, this is why I'm calling you out, Chris. Heavyweight match. I'm hosting the show today. Welcome to the Underdog episode 258. Not, not even close. <laughs> but yeah, no. So Greg sent the text and, and again, you out. forgot to say your name. My name is Matt. Nice to meet you. <laughs> but yeah, I saw the text and I was like, "That's a hundred percent from Chris." Like I can, I can tell by the way it's said. I can tell by your reaction. Like <laughs> this isn't like a surprise to anyone. <laughs> no, look, I thought for for the first time you've ever hosted a show, I thought you did a really good job. You certainly, uh, you you looked professional uh, for those who haven't <laughs> seen for those who haven't seen the video version of uh, of last night's episode of Better's Delight up on the. It's up on the website. It's also up on our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com backslash C backslash the underdog. You wore a suit and tie. 
<laughs> and shorts. Now, it was actually technically it was a bathing suit, but it's like a hybrid <laughs> bathing suit shorts. And then I had to go short. It got so hot. I had to take that jacket off after like 20 minutes. I was sweating so bad. It gets so hot in my office. It's ridiculous. Oh, no, but, me, you know, me too. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about me getting called out in a second. You're absolutely me too. And for anybody who wonders how hot it is in my office when I shut the doors. You can watch me get redder and redder and redder in the oh, face yeah. throughout the entire video. It oh, is my cheeks get so rosy. Yeah, it is scorching in here because my computer doesn't have the greatest uh, greatest airflow, I suppose, and it all just kicks back under my desk. It's a relatively small space, a dungeon, as you put it on the show. <laughs> literally what i said yes <laughs> and uh yeah no anybody who wonders if it's warm in my office you can you can watch my face get more and more red throughout the show <laughs> you can judge the temperature about how cheeks how you're how red and rosy your cheeks yeah, yeah no, no I, I was just messing around with greg though i honestly i thought no, you did, yeah, i thought, I thought you did a really good <laughs> job i don't and i know quite frankly i don't think that's a role you want either <laughs> No, not in the least bit. Let me tell you what. One was good enough for me. Cause I'm, that was the first I ever felt like, I don't know, I'm, I, I'm definitely taking it more lax. It's like even just being on this show with just you, where like you run the show, Greg runs the show, where I can just, I come in, I just kind of like spew nonsense. And that yesterday, like I had fun, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. And I just like felt like I was like, all right, like say this, keep the show going. I was, I kept looking at the timer and said, like, I couldn't, I granted we went off on our tangents. We mm. sure did. Like we did prices, right? Style um, games. Like we talked about um, Gerwin prices, followers on Twitter, mm -hmm. uh, which was like, no spoilers. It was a lot more than a dollar. <laughs> so <laughs> it was just, uh, no, it, it's, it, it is not a role I want, but I was, uh, I was happy to fill in and do what I could for Greg while he's at the, he's in London for the PDC world tour. Mm -hmm. That's the lie we're still going with. So <laughs> it, it is a fundamentally different experience. And I, I will tell you like that it's so much easier for me to just show up and just like goof off for an hour oh, than, yeah. than worry about like, okay, should we talk about this? Is this going on too long? I have to get to this. I have to get to this. And, and in the case of Better's Delight, again, if anybody hasn't checked it out yet and you enjoy this show, I don't know why you're not. I don't know why you're not checking it out because it's um, much of the same shenanigans. But that you have three people to deal with. Yeah. No, yeah. It's it, And like trying to pass it along and move it along. I understand why Greg can get mad. I get it. I get, I mean, now don't get me wrong. I'm not going to like take that like next week when he comes back, I'm not taking that into consideration. No. Like, oh, I feel for this guy. Like I'm still going to be the guy I am. I'm still just going to pop in, talk about coconuts, talk about anything I want to talk about. I'm not trust me. I'm not worried about it, no. but it, I, it's always good for people to have that experience because it is completely different. There's a completely different feel. You actually feel like you need to prepare things. Oh, yes, yeah, certainly. Certainly. And I, and I did a terrible job preparing. Like, that was the most I did preparing. And I think I showed my notebook and it was just like, I think I had like six sentences. It, it, was, was, like... it was the scribblings of a serial killer. Let's not kid ourselves. <laughs> oh, did you watch that John Wayne Gacy documentary? That was crazy. Uh, the, the one's been on the Netflix front page for a while. Yeah, I think, yeah, we just watched it the other day. Like, just cr just a crazy documentary. That guy, I, I I hate to say it, that guy's crazy. I don't hate to say that's it. That's a hot take. That's a hot take. <laughs> I don't know why I would hate to say it, but I, I just think that guy is nuts. 
That, yeah, like, I think his actions it? back that up as well. <laughs> Certainly, certainly. No, I have. I haven't watched this one yet. Um, I've certainly seen John Wayne Gacy things in the past, and this is why I enjoy this show. I did not expect to be talking about serial killer John Wayne Gacy. Seven minutes and forty-five seconds. But well, everything uh, on Netflix. Have you watched Ozark? Oh, I just finished Ozark, dude. Okay, we'll talk about that off there because I don't want to. No, it's still too fresh. I, I, I'll say this: um, Ozark spoilers up and an Ozark spoiler warning is going on. For the next three minutes, if if you're worried about getting anything spoiled, jump ahead to jump ahead about three minutes. We're like three minutes in, but like it, yeah, okay. I thought it, I thought it did a good job. Mm-hmm. Did That's did all you I'm com- say. <laughs> did you completely forget about the? Because obviously Ozark split its final season up into two halves. Yep. Did did you completely forget about the car accident that was? I think the first scene we saw in the first half up until no. it happened. Did not. No, I remembered that. And I was like, when the hell are they going to show this car accident? Mm-hmm. That ultimately, spoiler, oh, spoiler, 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 beep, 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 meant nothing. Well, like, it's not, well, it's not true. So it I, meant I, okay, nothing. I guess they got the, together. Like, well, no, it, there were it, no it, ramifications. But I think it was a greater analogy that all these horrible things happen to the Bird family and they walk away from them. Exactly. I mean, shit, they killed every single one. Everyone, just leave it at everyone. Yeah, they killed every single person in that other family. It's just, they brought, well, they are selfish. They're selfish for themselves. Oh, they're horrible people, each of them. Yeah, but like the thing is, what what that show does is really like, it makes you want to feel bad for the birds, you know? Mm -hmm. But when when you take a step back and you look at it and be like, when you go back to like season one and the preacher and his kid and his wife, it's like, oh, like this guy's terrible. Like he yep. ruined that preacher's life. He ruined the, like all that preacher wanted was a church and they <laughs> made him crazy. Like it's really re- like, yeah, like they aren't you, you cheer for him and you want him to get sta- safe, but then you take a step back and you're like, oh, these are ter-. like, they're the reason people are like losing their lives and ruining their lives. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. About a minute left of this this talk here before we. Uh, I don't want anyone to have anything ruined. Did anyone die? You th- you were surprised by? Did anyone not die? You were surprised by? I'm think I'm I'm not, with the people that passed away. I wasn't surprised. Kind, really? I was like I, one, I was one like, kind of surprised me. The the big one at the end. I was a little surprised. And, and I disagree with you i kind of okay. saw that coming a hundred percent not not at all worried about that one kind of honestly felt like it should happen because and i and i saw something where um what's his name jason bateman goes uh the the show stayed true to itself i mean that yeah. follows the pattern of how the show should be so 15, I, 15 seconds did anyone not die you were surprised didn't die yes i'm surprised the the family no one from the family passed that's okay. i thought maybe one of them would go I thought it would potentially be Wendy, but we are, we are just at that three minutes now. So I don't want to spoil anything else uh, for Ozark, for anyone who is back with us now. uh, One thing I will spoil (laughs) is it is utterly fantastic and you should be watching it. Definitely. Well, I was saying this to, um, to, to, to my wife the other day. I think you don't get a show like that where you have three just absolutely iconic television characters yeah. in one show like 
Ruth Langmore, Marty Bird, and Wendy Bird are iconic television yeah. characters. As much as you hate Wendy, like just she is like she's like a Skyler from right, isn't that her name in Breaking but even, Bad? But even worse, quite frankly, way, like oh, way worse. Wait, dude, watching every season, I'm just like, dude, shut up! Like, what are you doing? This? <laughs> Why are you doing? This? Because like, and that's though- the goal of the character. Exactly. And then even though Marty's the one that gets them into the situation ultimately with like just taking the job and doing everything in the first place, like you feel you end up feeling bad for Marty in situations. You're like, shut up, Wendy. Like, let Marty do his thing. Like, well, well, for me, it's because I think on some level, Marty did actually care a little bit about other people, specifically Ruth, whereas everyone was expendable for Wendy. Yeah. Yeah, she didn't care. She wanted her foundation. She wants to like move along. Yeah, no, she's uh yeah, it 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 was good. If you're not watching it, go watch it. Do what you got to do. It's uh it was a great show. I thought the ending was great. Almost as good as the ending of Scrubs, but I, I thought it was great. <laughs> Julia first- Julia Garner <laughs> is an absolute superstar. Superstar. Well, that's what yeah, we were talking about that the other day. I was like, well, she did Inventing Anna. I'm sure yeah. we're going to see her in even more stuff going forward. Yeah, it's it's challenging. You see, like, you see people have the the teenager to young adult roles, and it's tough for women to, like, age into that next group of roles yeah. just because, you know, every theoretical – and the, this is the the Kevin James thing. Every every theoretical uh, you know forty five year old uh, female character is played by a twenty eight year old. Exactly. Kevin James played most twenty eight year olds. Most twenty eight year old <laughs> females. And he is he that much range. But but no, I mean you see all these you see all these uh, these guys on TV shows in their mid forties. They're somehow married to unbelievably attractive people who are played by twenty eight year olds. Yeah. No, I I think. I think she's – is she just going to play, like, a trashy Southern girl for the rest of her life? I mean, inventing Anna, she played a Russian girl, right? Isn't isn't Anna sorting, like, Russian? Watched, I haven't watched it. I couldn't watch it because – so, from what I hear, people like it. Like, mm. people in this house liked it. My other buddy likes it. It is doing well on the Netflix charts. But now here's the problem with what we talked about. I watch it, and she is doing this, like – Russian I, I I can't I keep saying she's Russian I don't know if she is she's like Eastern European she's doing like an Eastern European English like bro like broken English mm-hmm. and I'm just like no like you're Ruth Langmore like <laughs> yeah. tell me tell me you're gonna have to fucking kill me like no like that's <laughs> that's what I want like I, I just like couldn't get past the it just seems so fake to me but then again, like she's crushing it. I'm not, it's nothing against her. I think she's a great actress and whatever. Just yeah. like, I'm like, I'm so involved. And I think, I think Ruth Langmore is one of the most iconic characters in just probably top 10 in TV shows that I've watched during my lifetime. I would, I would maybe throw Ruth Langmore in there. Like she would be in the discussion. I'm with that for sure. I have absolutely yeah. no issue. <laughs> Actually, she's great in a, in a movie she put, they put out uh, fairly recently called The Secretary. She's just an unbelievable actress, and yeah, and yeah, I, stole I don't the think show that's at like the, a far, by the end. Yes, oh, one hundred percent. I it became more about her. She's in uh, Waco. Okay, I remember watching Waco. Uh, that did you see that Paramount documentary series mm-hmm. about? Uh, yeah, so I remember watching that and seeing her, and I'm like, oh, it's Ruth. Like that's the first thing I thought of. Like I feel like she will be known as Ruth, but I think she will grow. I think she, I think she can do more than what just she's in right now. 
Well, this is the the Harry Potter kids challenge. You you get known, and I guess the the Twilights too. But Robert Pattinson has now become Batman, and both Robert Pattinson and and um, Daniel Radcliffe have done really good jobs of this because they play these iconic characters for so long, and it's easy to be pigeonholed into similar characters because you know, okay, this is a home run. But they've both picked just crazy movies. Just got, the weird and crazy movies, and they've got, sort of shaken that role. Well, yeah, I got two to go to. So let's let's start with Pattinson first. Did you watch the new Batman yet? Because I want to watch it, but I, we might have talked about it on the show before. I do want to see it. I have not seen it yet. I did. I we actually we rented a, a theater and went and saw it. Okay, so would recommend or would not recommend? Absolutely, would recommend. Okay, then I will check it out. I I, I think it's on HBO uh, now. So I it's will. on HBO Max right now. Yeah. Okay. Um. Second. The trailer for the Weird Al movie. Oh my God, it's crazy. It's bizarre, dude. It's bizarre. Weird Al, it's called Weird colon the Al Yankovic story. Yeah. The trailers. So is it like a sci-fi where like, because there's scenes in it where I'm like, that didn't happen. That looks like a dream. Like, (laughs) I mean, I'm sure there's, there's some liberties taken and there's some crazy stuff in it, but. No, I, I that's that's a fascinating choice for him, and I I really like a lot of the choices that that Radcliffe is making. Like, okay, um, Pattison did did the Lighthouse, which everybody should watch. He did Good Times, which is a um, the same people who did Uncut Gems. I'm I'm spacing on their name right now, and he's great in Josh it. Josh Safdie, the the Safdies, right? Was <laughs> I just remember from that girl in the? Have you seen that TikTok? No, where she's like. Uh, dude, this first of all, if you haven't seen this, you have not been on the internet. Um, I, <laughs> Maybe I it's, have. Uh, she's like, she's like, oh, like I was Josh Safdie's muse in Uncut Jams. Like, oh, I've not was, seen that. It was just like all over the, the base. Like me saying this definitely makes me sound like so corny. Like anyone like under the age of thirty is like, this guy's a nerd talking about this. Like you're not doing it right. Like it's mm-hmm. like, people are looking at me like I pronounce Chipotle Chipotle. Like <laughs> Chipotle. <laughs> Chipotle, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that looks good. I I do think that 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 it's uh, it, it looks like a fun movie. The Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah, the thing that like I had to go looking at because I watched that trailer. I think it came out yesterday. I watched it yesterday. Um, the thing I I wondered how tall Weird Al was because Radcliffe is five five, and uh, yeah, Weird Al's six foot. And I guess they're just they don't care. They just picked the guy who was an interesting character to play him. Yeah, I could have. I was like thinking about like different people that could have played him. I thought maybe Bo Burnham, but I feel like Bo Burnham wouldn't want to play him because he's like, no, like I'm my own person. Yeah, and I think he's a little too reserved in how he acts too. Yeah, I just think he's really funny. I, really I think he, I, I think he's funny. And he's super talented. He directed. He was uh, directed that crazy, uh, crazy good movie. A uh, few good men. I forget. Yes, a few good men is correct, but uh, but Radcliffe has done crazy stuff too. He's like you know he's been in like BoJack and he's been in The Simpsons, but he was in Swiss Army Man. He was in he was Horns. On, he was um, he was on what's it called? He was on Broadway. He did a full nude on Broadway. That was the first thing he did post Harry Potter. It was uh, Equus. Yeah. Okay. Him and uh, the girl from um, what do you call it? What's that? Uh, the sing acapella movie. Uh, Pitch Perfect. Anna Camp. Great actress. Anna Camp, also an amazing actress. She is a really good actress. <laughs> I mentioned Anna Camp last night because uh, Alexa came up all excited, and she's like, I have a challenge for you. Are you ready for it? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what is it? Um, 
And she's like, I can't tell you until you, until you tell me you're ready for it because you, you can't think about it. You can't prepare. You just have to go. And I was like, all right, well, it's like 1245. Like, what's up? <laughs> Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, she's Give me like 15 uh, minutes. <laughs> yeah, she's like, uh, she's like, can you name 100 comedic actors and actresses right now? Certainly. And for okay, so first, the, first the premise. I needed to understand the scope of what constituted a comedic actor. Is it just any actor who's appeared in a comedy? Is it people who are predominantly comedic actors? And then she went with uh, the first. The first caveat was that they had to be comedy actors and half a stand-up special and i was like i'm not sure there's a hundred of those oh that's uh, yeah that that no way <laughs> no no way in hell is that a fact like can you do that yeah so i went through that and i got like i got to like 15 or something like that um and then i was like all right well let's do this and yeah it was i ended up i got my hundred i got i got a little stuck at like at like 64 because we were we're talking about you know, not not just naming every single person in a comedy, but really the the leads of the show. Yeah. Um, I got stuck at I got stuck at sixty four. Things slowed down a little bit, but how long did this take you? I feel like it would take a while once you get past you get past like the first like twenty five to thirty, and then I feel like it's like okay, uh, like uh, Reese Witherspoon, like she's a comedic actress, like. And then there's conversations about like, are they a comedic actor or actress? Because we got to like Alec Baldwin, a guy who is. He's predominantly been a serious actor, but at the same time did six seasons of 30 Rock. Yeah, yeah. So, so that, I don't know, it's, it's tough. tough where you, it's tough where you draw that line. I think you have to give a little bit more leeway if you're asking for, if you're asking for a hundred names. Yeah. Like you gotta you gotta give a little bit of leeway there. I think I could have done I think I could have done one I think I could have got to one fifty is what I said. But after that, it would have been challenging. And you know what's funny? You've often joked that we should do a Patreon. Like, this would be the perfect thing to release as a Patreon. <laughs> just me and you sitting there like, and I'm like, no, I'm just, <laughs> just, just me, at, you you rat, rattling off 100. I, that would, Okay, ready? We're going to post it. We're gonna look at, go to Better's Delight on YouTube. The Patreon uh-huh. will be in the comments. And then you will find me rattling off 100 comedic actresses and actors. Can <laughs> I tell you best. the the actresses? I what do you think? What do you think the breakdown was of the hundred? Because Alexa, seventy five percent, seventy five percent male, twenty five actresses. Yeah, I, I agree with. I I I mean, I get that. I'm not. I just think we've watched. I mean, there's. I'm thinking thinking of like knocked up, right? How many mm-hmm. we got? Jonah Hill. We got um, what's his name? Uh, Barry. Frick, what's his name? The guy from SNL. Okay, but you got Martin Starr. You mm-hmm. got Seth Rogen. You got um, we. You love the guy, the guy Barry from SNL. You love him. His name's I, not I'm, Barry. He's Barry I know his name. Is, I know his name is not Barry. I don't know if we're we're semi playing a game right now. If I can tell you or not. <laughs> but okay, but I'm saying we it's have Bill like Hader. Five, Bill Hader. We have that's four or five people from that movie alone. Then you go super bad. You got Michael Sarah. You got Bill Hader, and I'm um, just just keep doing the same. Well, same well truth. yeah, the way I the way I did it was like okay, and and the Apatow movies were that was a good entry point. It's yeah. like okay, okay, if, you know, like you said, this movie has got blah 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 blah, and and who and you know, and Will Ferrell. Okay, yeah, Will Ferrell was also in Blades of Glory with John Hader and and Jenna Fisher, and Jenna Fisher mm-hmm. was in Jenna Fisher was in The Office with John Krasinski and Steve Carell. And, you know, the great Kate Flannery. 
and yes. and all of those people and that that is how i went through it and when i got stuck was when i like i hit a wall and i couldn't figure out the next vein yeah so i'm just like thinking about like i feel like a lot of these movies it's male comedy troops now but like how many are movies so i guess you got bridesmaids you got um well let's just, perfect screw it let's just do this right now uh in how without being you know without cheating and without uh without taking too long of a break how many female comedic actors can you name okay and movie or tv show doesn't matter any entertainment kristen wig melissa oh. mccarthy just thinking mm-hmm. of bridesmaids right off the top yep then into pitch perfect i'm going rebel Wil- rebel wilson mm-hmm. um then okay you said jenna fisher i'm gonna say angela kinsey mm-hmm I'm going to say Ellie Kemper. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say uh, <laughs> Anna right. Kendrick. Uh-huh. Anna Kendrick. Anna Camp. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to say, who else is that? Damn, I, that, that movie. Uh, would we count Haley Steinfeld? She was in I, Pitch Perfect. I counted it. I'm counting Haley Steinfeld then. Um, I'm counting Allison Hannigan. Uh-huh. Kobe Smolders. Uh-huh. That's a. Uh, I'm gonna count um, Maya Rudolph, mm-hmm. and then oh shit, what's her? Uh, the two S, the two like funniest women of all time, like from SNL, and I I'm literally blanking so bad right now. We talked Tina about Fey, there Tina Fey, and Amy Poehler, mm-hmm. literally the most two of the most polarizing characters. Um, I want to like throw it back to like I'm now thinking like Reno 911 because they know the one girl's in Bridesmaids and she's in Reno 911 and she's the mom in the Goldbergs. But <laughs> I don't think if I had like ten guesses, I could get her name correct because no. it's like a it's it's a it's a long name. It's like a three thing name, correct? Mm-hmm. So I don't think I could get that right. The other two, I um, I definitely can't get right. Oh, Retta, I remember her name from um, Parks and Rec. Yep. Yeah, I remember that because it's like an easy single one. Now I think here's where I hit the wall because I can't name the other two girls from um from Reno nine one one. Oh, uh, uh, Sarah Chalk mm-hmm. from Scrubs. Um, Julie Reyes, right? Ju- that, Judy Reyes. It's a good, Judy it's a good Reyes. pool. Yeah, Judy Reyes. I think it's Judy Reyes. Right? It is. Yeah. Um, shit. Uh, Bill Lawrence's wife. Damn it. Oh, uh, Courtney Cox, Jennifer Aniston. Um, it reminded me because Bill Lawrence's wife was in the Cougar Town with Courtney Cox. Mm-hmm. That's how it all. That's how it all comes together. Shit, what is? is her name's Jordan and Scrubs. Kristen Miller. Kristen Miller, right? Yeah, uh, that, I don't know that for sure, but I'll I'll trust you on that. I I will put a hundred dollars that Kristen Miller is Bill, Bill Lawrence's wife's name. Um, Phoebe Buffay. What the hell is her name? I cannot <laughs> get that. Uh, Leah Romini. I'll throw Leah Romini in there. Uh huh. Um. Damn, I can't remember the girl who walks the dogs in King of Queens and then dies from rabies and scrubs. I can't remember her name. I do I not remember. believe Kristen Miller is correct. Krista Miller. Krista Miller. Okay. I don't know. I'm like a hundred percent sure. I'm looking, but I'm just saying it does not appear to be. I'm C-H- not... I, I just Googled it. C-H-R-I-S-T-A. Oh, C-H. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I knew that. I knew that 100%. Um, Busy Phillips. Mm-hmm. 
that one's not fair. I just saw a picture of her. I saw a picture of her and then said her name. So that one, we'll 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 do a medium one there. No, um, just, this doesn't count. <laughs> who's Pure the girl cheating. from? Who's the girl from New Girl? Uh, she's in she's in uh the Will Ferrell Christmas movie. See, I forgot that. That's Zoe not, Deschanel. Yeah. Zoe Deschanel. That's not um, something I got. The woman from what's? I, I'll never get the name from the girl, the wife in uh, the fantasy football TV show. You remember that one? Oh yeah, yeah. Who was married to one of the guys in that show? Okay, yeah, I, I don't know. I won't get that one. I think. I think I'm starting to hit. The Gets ball. hard. And this is, I mean, I've only named women. I mean, Kate, well, Kate Flannery. <laughs> I think it's, um, e- I think it's easier when you're only naming women, though. I think that's a little I'll, bit easier. I don't know Holly Flax's real name. I don't know Jan Levinson's real name. Well, and that feels uh, like that's a little too far down the call list, too. You wouldn't consider Holly Flax or Jan Levinson comedic, comedic actresses? But the question then, like, once we get to that point, we're literally talking about any character who's appeared in any comedy. True, true. Um, I think I'm starting, starting, what is... What is the the name? Chris Pratt's Anna Ferris. Mm-hmm. Anna Ferris. She's definitely one. Um, I feel like it's getting to the point where I'm definitely like I'll, I think like well, in like let's just, yeah, let's just call it right there. That, that's yeah, reasonable. Yeah. That's that's twenty three. Not nearly enough. I, okay. Yeah, and no, I think I could name. I think I could name seventy seven comedic actors. <laughs> Start now. Um, <laughs> Okay, so some some of, the, some of the big names that you missed. Uh, I don't believe you had Kristen Wiig. I, I think that was the first name I said. Was it? Okay, I couldn't remember if you mentioned yeah, her yeah. bridesmaids. Mindy Kaling. I, I, I said Kristen Wiig. Damn, Mindy Kaling. And I'm a freaking huge office guy. I Damn, forgot Mindy Kaling, too. Catherine that's a O'Hara. Big miss. Who's uh, Catherine O'Hara? She is long. Like, she, she, you wouldn't. The most recent thing she's been in is, is Shit's Creek, but she's one of she's the most the, most famous female comedians of all time. The mom from Home Alone, yes, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus, oh, G- Elaine, Jesus Christ, Sarah Silverman, Sandra Bullock, Maya Rudolph. Well, hold on, you would count Sandra Bullock in this? Yeah, she's been in a ton of comedies. She's been she's, in rom coms. No, she was in, she flat out in um, Miss Congeniality. You you think Miss Congeniality is a com and not a rom com? Uh, first of all, I actually have a fairly high opinion of Miss Congeniality. I think it's good. Don't get me wrong. I think it's good. Uh, I I would have counted her. Yes. Okay. Uh, Maya Rudolph was an obvious one, though. Grown ups. Um, would you count Selma Hayek then? Because now I'm thinking of grown ups. See, I probably wouldn't just because historically a more uh, serious actor. You got Ellie Kemper. I did not. You missed Rose Byrne from uh, from Bridesmaids. Damn it. Uh, and also from the the Neighbors movies with Seth Rogen. No, I would definitely Ellie Kemper. I remember Ellie Kemper when she used to be on. Um, she's in like a skit with uh, what's his name, uh, the Childish Gambino. She was doing like skits Donald with Faison. him back in the day. Yeah, no, no, not Donald Faison. What? Not. Oh, Donald Faison, Donald Glover. <laughs> Donald Glover. I was going to say, like, no, I know who Donald Faison is. That was yeah. racist. <laughs> well, watch Derek Comedy stuff. They make jokes about it. It's very funny. He, his skits from back in the day, I think it was on, like, Funny or Die or whatever. They were really funny. And Ellie Kemper was in, like, a few of them. So mm-hmm. that, that's how I – that's like, I knew her before, actually, she was on The Office. Because I remember seeing – like, I remember when she first appeared on The Office. It's like, oh, wait, like, I recognize that person. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I think I Rose mentioned Burn- this. 
did I did I tell you that uh, she was she, she John Krasinski Angela Kinsey all interns at the Conan O'Brien show? You did say that. <laughs> yes, we talked about that a couple episodes ago, and I I still it's amazing. It's amazing yeah. the town ta- the eye for town. I never would have gotten Rose Byrne. And a fully great actress, totally recognize her, laugh at her stuff. I never would have gotten Rose. Uh, Catherine Hahn, Jane Lynch, uh, Elizabeth Banks. The Jane one Lynch that and Elizabeth Banks are huge, huge misses. And, and Pitch Perfect. The yeah. one who, uh, the one that I missed on and was driving me crazy was Leslie Mann, oh, Judd, Judd Apatow's yeah. wife. Yeah, drew, I could not come up with her name, and it was driving me nuts. Uh, Isla Fisher. Reese Witherspoon, Lake Bell, uh, Gillian Jacobs from Community, Amy Schumer. Now, okay, now that I'm thinking so more, I, I probably wouldn't name. Yeah, Amy Schumer's a big one to miss. I would have think I would have started naming like Kate McCucci, Ricky Lindholm, mm-hmm. Nic- Nisha- uh, Natasha Leggero, like kind of naming like the comedians, you know. The Doug's so, lo- the Doug loves movie thing. Exactly, that's what I'm running through. <laughs> I'm just running through those names. I I still love the one story about it because what it's uh Kate McCucci and Natasha or I'm sorry um shit Ricky Lindholm have mm. their their caught co- their band and their what uh hall they're not hall notes they're yeah uh, it's uh oh it's it's hall it's the other way around. Oats and Hall. Oh, Oats and Garfunkel. Oats and Garfunkel. Yeah, yeah, there you yeah. go. So that's their like comedic thing. And like the funny thing is like they've had they always tell stories about like people showing up to their show thinking it's gonna be John Oates and Simon Garfunkel. <laughs> and it's just like no, just two two funny comedian yeah. comedic actresses. And they, they break songs. into pregnant women's or smug. <laughs> <laughs> Do it in your butt because you love Jesus. Like <laughs> It's also exactly. one of, that's one of their songs. It's but that was songs. also that was also Notes and Garfunkel song. I think that was yeah, a cover. <laughs> Dude, I actually went and saw Simon or um Hall and Oates last year. Or no, I'm sorry. Damn, that was probably it was like right before <laughs> During right the pandemic, COVID, you were like, I have like, to see John. <laughs> it was like three week it was like three months before COVID hit, and it yeah. was an awesome show. It hmm. was really cool. Who's what, what was that guy? Jeff uh the guy that was on Douglas movies, his buddy Jeff. Oh yeah, Je- oh god, I I can see his face. I like scruffy Jeff guy. Tate. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff Tate. Tate. Well, my favorite thing was Jeff Tate. He had a similar story where it's saying I think it's spelled the same. Like G E O F F is his first name. Who was the lead singer of the band Queensrÿche? And like it would be like oh like Jeff Tate's appearing tonight, but it'd be like the comedian Jeff Tate, and like people would be like. I thought this was like a solo like Queensryche show. Like what the hell's going on? Like it's just like oh like this isn't a rock concert. This is just some guy telling jokes from Cincinnati. I feel like that is more obscure though. <laughs> yeah. How many people were going to solo Queensryche's a pretty big band. I have never heard of them until this moment. You've never heard of the band Queensryche? No. I wonder Queen Okay, let's see here. Let's see if Queensryche has an Instagram cuz that'll be a good sure, judge. Sure they do. Well, the judges, do they have more or fewer uh, followers than Gerwin Price? (laughs) Okay, so here it is. The Queensryche official Instagram profile. How many followers does it have? Oh, God. Um, 48,000. Close. 69,000. Not a lot. Less than Gerwin Price. (laughs) By almost half. Okay, let's see if Jeff Tate... Um, comedy. 
Okay, how many? How, okay, here it is. Jeff Tate comedy. How many followers does Jeff Tate the comedian have on Instagram? Forty-eight thousand. <laughs> Eleven thousand. Okay, yeah, I, I thought it might be low, but I did, I like Jeff Tate, and I didn't want to go too low. <laughs> He's a nice guy. Jeff Tate the musician, nineteen thousand. Okay, so similar. Like honestly, it's it's, it's pretty equivalent. <laughs> They're basically the same people. You're not losing out if you see either one of them from a popularity standpoint. <laughs> oh my god, I gotta get gotta get down. I'm I'm so excited. We're I think we got like three or four episodes left of um, this season of uh, Great British Baking Show with Jurgen. Oh, so good. It's is this the most recent one? Is that yes. what we're watching? Okay, and I think so, it's the I think it's the best uh, best group they've ever had. It's been a good season, dude. It really has been. It's just there's been things when Maggie forgets the flower. Oh my god, I couldn't imagine. It just, I don't she, remember the the specifics of it because <laughs> we've watched we watched that was ten like series ten I think on Netflix. It's not actually, um, and. Then we watched a bunch of the earlier seasons after that because I'd never seen them. God, so so it all bleeds together. Ha, uh, uh, no spoilers for this, uh, but has the has the big surprise elimination happened yet? Okay, I don't. I think you just spoiled something for me. No, <laughs> I I think there are three. I think there are three superstars okay, in that so season. I, I also think there's. I think there's about five people left. Okay. That's okay. where, and like the two big, so there's three big people that I think are big. I got Jurgen, I mm-hmm. got Giuseppe, mm-hmm. and I got, um, it's a female. Yeah. Uh, and I can't remember her name. She has black hair. See, and, a fem- female actress, a female comedic actress is all over again. <laughs> I can't remember her name, but she's one, she's one star baker a few times. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that, um, those three, and it's out of five right now. I think those three are the ones um that are getting like those are the ones i'm excited for i'm trying to think i can't remember who the last one to leave was it might have been the welsh girl that she she always makes me laugh yeah. she like they were doing the caramel thing and she's like you can't keep me around molten sugar like she reminds <laughs> me of like her, i know it's her voice just reminds me of shrek like it's just like because we just i'm sure she would be thrilled to hear that not, not, yeah, she, I, <laughs> just the voice it's it's shrek's it's actually it's what's his name's fault mike mike myers fault i almost called him rob williams it's mike mm-hmm. myers fault that's who it is <laughs> well well you're gonna you're gonna know when it, what, what i'm talking about and, uh, so is that a, was that a spoiler you're gonna know get out of here <laughs> quit yes. it go silent yes. go silent <laughs> yes that's exactly right that's exactly what i meant um no, but no, I'm excited. I am definitely very excited to. Uh, it's been a great season. Things have been going good. Paul Hollywood's hanging out. I think. I think this is the first season I watched with um, the lead singer of um, Death Cab for Cutie and Matt from uh, Bridesmaids. N- the Noel Gallagher and um, Matt, um, Matt. 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 I forget. I can't remember his name, but yeah, no, he. he they. They get like weirdly sexual no Gallagher. Some jokes sometimes. No Gallagher is obviously not correct. Uh, <laughs> oh, who's No Gallagher? No Gallagher is one of the singers of. Uh, he's like a super famous British singer. But isn't that isn't Noel his name? Noel is his name, but it's not Gallagher. <laughs> uh, I just spelled great wrong. Yeah, don't go. You don't probably don't want to Google that great that right now because you might see the most recent winner. Okay, then I definitely don't. I'm, I'm getting it. I'm getting it for you. 
But no, I'm uh, excited. I, I just, I think it's good. The show is just, it's fun. It's a fun watch. If you guys are looking for some mindless, and then also, if you're looking something like, so you go out to eat with your friends, and if your friends also watch the show, it's a great, if you're trying to make a joke in front of people, yeah. like we, we got desserts the other day, and I looked over my friends, and I'm like, it's a nice Genoese. It's perfect <laughs> with the, ge- you look at the layers on the Genoese cake here, and it always gets a laugh. It no matter what, like it, it's a great time. No, fel- make your friends no Felding and Matt Lucas, by the way. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, they're great. They're great. I I didn't know if they were going to be good or not because when I first started, honestly, I've only watched like a few seasons, and all the seasons before this, I watched with the two women, um, Mary and Paul Hollywood. Yeah. So this was new for me. This oh, see, I went in the other direction, and I just I hated. Uh, I hated that there was a change and then that, then they really grew on me and I was like, Oh, now I'm bummed out that they're moving on. <laughs> uh, by the way, Noel Gallagher, the lead, uh, the co-lead singer of Oasis. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, what is that song they sing? I was about to sing scar tissue. Um, <laughs> that's one of those Queens rigs. So. <laughs> uh, it's Wonderwall. Wonderwall. Here's yeah. Wonderwall brother. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Wonderwall is correct. That is the Oasis song that everybody remembers, and they were going to be the Beatles at one point, and that didn't quite work out for them. Do they have any other songs? Uh, I'm sure they have other songs. I don't know <laughs> if I could name one other Oasis. Oasis song. top songs. All right. Um. Yeah. Champagne yeah. Supernova. Okay, I do know Champagne Supernova. And don't look back in anger is great. Don't don't know that one. I live by those laws, but I don't know if I know that. Oh, gas panic. That one's pretty good for right now. Yeah. For the, given the times. So I would say I would say they're they have three big songs, and uh, and then others are also in, also sung by them. <laughs> oh, supersonic. That's a song. I think I know that. That one. is a song. <laughs> no, I think I know that song. Well, the- that, that's not high praise when you're like, oh, I, I think I might know that song. It sounds right, right? It sounds like I used to play it on, um, what's that, Guitar Hero. Sounds well, like it was one of them. What, what was the co- What's the song called? Supersonic. Supersonic. Or maybe I'm thinking of Champagne Supernova. Guitar. Champagne Supernova in the sky. I was, I played, um, I, don't, I don't think Supersonic is in. Uh, you know what? You're absolutely right. Supersonic Oasis Guitar Hero version. <laughs> well, that's the, the thing is, I think you could put any. I think you could put this pod. Honestly, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> to our Guitar Hero listeners out there, put this show on Guitar Hero. Play it for us. Upload it. We'll put it on the YouTube channel. Yes, that, that's that's a promise we will make. <laughs> I can I can commit to that. If you're willing to somehow program it into the Guitar Hero. <laughs> And then take a video of you mastering it because anything less will not get shown. <laughs> must master it. Must buy me a beer at Dog at the Park and or Bark at the Park. And uh, you backed and off of that it. real quick. <laughs> Craig said that he's like, "Dude, you're not going to buy a listener a beer." And I was like, "I don't want to see anyone." Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I understand. <laughs> I understand that perspective. Um, We're going to win I, the fifty-fifty. Almost certainly, I would say fifty percent chance. I was, I was playing. Uh, I played a lot of. Um, uh, not rock band. What was the guitar hero? 
Yeah. And one of my one of my friends came over who was actually shout out to my buddy Greg Fisher, who is actually music, musically inclined as uh, I am not. And he's like, you're playing that upside down. And apparently yeah. I had I had been playing Guitar Hero upside down for six months. I mean, how were you playing it upside down? I just had the guitar flip the wrong way. That seems seems like an issue. And then was this recently? Was this like last week? No, this was last week. Yeah, no, this definitely <laughs> wasn't in like 1998. <laughs> Dude, Guitar Hero was awesome. It really was back For in sure. the day. I loved Guitar Hero. I used to, and then Rock Band was cool. The drums were cool, but I just I was never good at the drums. So like yeah. I, and, but like I wanted to be good. So that was the, that's why I hated. That was always a super fun party game. Oh, like yeah. if, if you had that, if you just you have that out at a party, people just like go in and out the whole time. You have music, you have like something fun to listen to. People being fucking terrible. <laughs> it was it was a good time. Yeah, it's not um, music when they stink, and it's like. um so another week another l for me as i told you in in the shoe game i missed out on the dunk fossil roses have have you uh have you been in on anything recently have you gotten anything recently i hit on the um um, they're strictly for resale but i hit on the jordan union twos uh okay which color were those we haven't, I don't think we, the rattans. Yeah. We have, but I hit on them a size 10 and a half and I'm strictly selling them. I, I honestly, if I would have got them in my size, I probably would have kept them, but I am selling them because I want to buy the Jordan two Phillies. Like I already got all my notifications set up anytime they like on all the different apps I'm on. Like the minute I see a raffle, I'm joining. I want those Jordan two Phillies dunks more than I've wanted any other shoes in a long time. Okay. So yeah, they're good. I'm very that's a good excited. looking shoe. That's a good looking shoe. I don't think resale. I don't think it's going to be crazy. I, I so right now on the one app that both of us use, I I think right now the resale is says it's going to be like two thirty four for a hundred dollars shoe. That'll so I guess go, that'll go down. Yeah. So I, I think I don't think that's like I'm willing to spend upwards of like two fifty to three hundred for that shoe. Like that's how much I want it. Uh, that's really the only thing I see right now that I really truly want. Just because I, I, I mean, obviously, being a Phillies guy, like they're my yeah. favorite team, and they're my favorite team in the city. Like I just love love the Phillies. I love those jerseys. So I, I don't mind spending the money on that. I like the Jordan Six Midnight uh, Navies. I'll have to look at them. Is that, are they the? They're like mostly white. The white ones with the navy blue. Okay. Okay. I like those. Um, I actually got a pair of shoes today in in the in the postal service mail. Got my dazzling blue Yeezys today. Did you try them on? How they how they fit? How I they haven't tried. Good? I haven't tried them on yet. I am, but I think they look great. And uh, if unless I'm told otherwise that I can't, I'm gonna wear them to uh, to a play this weekend that we're going to. <laughs> weird awesome though <laughs> but i don't like okay i know you're supposed to dress kind of nice but i feel like they're going to be the most expensive shoes of anybody in my group <laughs> i'm not wearing a cape actually. i'm gonna wear the yeezys in a monocle <laughs> <laughs> no dude those uh those are sweet i i like them man i like them a lot. i'm still waiting for the mx um the blue MX blues to come out for the Yeezys. Yeah. Those are ones I want. But yeah, now right now, top of the list is those um is those Phillies right now. I don't really have much I'm gonna go I'm, after I'm gonna go after the LeBron nines, the LeBronald Palmers. 
Okay, okay. Those are those are pretty good looking shoes. That's a shoe I, I'd uh, wear. I just still love my favorite LeBrons are the I think they're the fifteen. Yeah, the LeBron fifteens are my favorite shoes. I still want to get actually. What are, what's the price of the LeBron fifteen Griffies right? Because I keep looking. I still in my closet have the Kyrie Squidwards, mm-hmm. and I love them. Like they're cool. I they're they're still in the box. I could literally sell them like for like and make profit. Now they've been in my closet for a while. But then like I look every time I like think like oh yeah, let me go sell them like. These are kind of funny shoes, man. I think Squidward's hysterical. Like I yeah, grew up that's on a, That's a keep shoe. That's a keep. Yeah, so I, I don't. That is a keeper. Um, did you see the the Amamanier Jordan twos got pushed today? What, did you see the Atlanta store got like broken into? I didn't see that. There was like a story about like the someone. It dude, it looked like like something out of like a movie where like they were trying someone was trying to break into like the store yeah in atlanta and it was like if you yeah if you just google it it was um in the back where like the cement like brick wall is there's like a giant hole in it like someone was trying to like break through the cement sorry what store into was the it store. uh ama Miner, uh atlanta okay um, yeah dude someone it, it looked like a, it looked like a heist it looked like something out of a <laughs> heist movie I'm looking at, oh, yeah, uh, police officer shot. Yeah, okay, yeah, I, I did see that too, yeah. I'm reading that right now. I did not know that part. I only saw the picture of someone trying to break into the back. High-end sneaker shop, Amma Manier, target of burglars who sledgehammered through a brick wall to get in. APD officer shot, responding to alarm. Police say it was a security guard for the store arriving that that shot the officer. And the sus, oh, my God, and the, and the suspects got away. Jeez. That's not that's, good. That's bananas. So I think what I'm going to do is just, I don't know if I'm going to go for that moment. I, maybe I'll just throw my hat in the ring. I'm not oh, really Oh, you have to. Care. The resale is going to be crazy. I want them so that I can get the Amamanier Jordan 1s. That's a, a solid move. I think I'm going to throw my hat in the ring for them, but I'm really, I, I think what I'm just going to go ahead and go for, because I think I'm going to be able to get them at retail, is the or Air Jordan 2 original colorway in October. Now I could be speaking out of turn here, but I think I don't know how many people that are going after the Air Jordan twos, man. It's just not that like I people don't like in comparison anything, to the other ones. Anything that comes out is, is impossible to get. Yeah, well, that's what's yeah, that's what's crazy right now. And like, I mean, I don't even want to get into it and how much I hate sneaker culture and Michael Jordan's kid fucking selling all those Union twos to yeah. Benjamin Kicks. It's just so. It sucks, dude. Cause it's like, it's a, and I don't want to. I don't want to resell sneakers, dude. I really don't. The only reason I do it is so I can afford other sneakers. sneakers that yeah. I, it, it's legit. Like I do it so I can have profit to buy sneakers that I want. Like I'm yeah. already planning on not getting these Phillies dunks for retail, and that's why I'm selling the unions that I'm getting so I can have extra cash so I don't have to like. So basically, at the end of the day, I'm just paying retail out of pocket. You know. It, it sucks, dude. It, it just, it just, even the shoes people don't want, it's, you have to pay extra for it. And it, 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 it dude, the Kobe. That's I, uh, the Mamba Cedas, the Kobe sixes. I desperately I wanted them so that I could get other shoes. Yeah. So I, I don't even want to get into it. I logged on and it was like 11, like 11, 11, 11, 11 o'clock and 
26 seconds and they yeah. were sold out. Oh yeah. And and now there's and then StockX being like we're giving all of our proceeds and it's like dude come on man it's trash it sucks it's not for the fans it's for the resellers it doesn't matter yeah cool stock x goat thanks a lot for donating the proceeds to the mambasita fund it's still it's not for his fans it's more for the resellers like those people are still the people using the bots are still making money it's yeah it's a it's a club and it sucks and it's just sneaker culture is just so sad in that in that way it may, it really sure. upsets me it upsets me that I'm like trying to collect this shit like with yeah. that like it's just it's no fun it's no fun it's like I told you I literally got the first pair of shoes I ever went for on uh, on sneakers and I have not gotten a pair since yeah I mean I I've been lucky enough to hit on a few but. It, it's still so hard, dude. Mm. It just, the Mamba C to Sixes, uh, three days ago, and you and I are both 13s, if anybody wants to send us shoes. Yes, um, please send us shoes. StockX, stock I'll take everything back I said if you send me shoes. <laughs> yeah, you're a great, great company, and we really respect you. Um, yeah, they went for as high as $1,700 in size 13s just three days ago. It's so bad. It's I would have... I'll tell you what, if I would have gotten them... I. It would have been real tough because uh, that is a shoe that I feel like that price is just going to go up and go up too. The Phillies were up seven to one, and now we're losing eight to seven. What the hell is happening? I know that's bullpen not issues, man. About. Bullpen <laughs> issues. But um, no, but like honestly, if it was, if it was, a, if I had a size thirteen in my hands, I would never have sold them. I'd have mm. kept them no matter what. It. Now, okay, I mean, we're, if we're talking five to seven grand, that's yeah, that's like that, that's good money. Now, if we're talking only like a thousand, I'd keep it. A thousand, even a thousand, like two thousand, like I, I got too much respect. Kobe, Kobe Bryant's my favorite basketball player of all time. I'd a hundred percent keep those shoes, no questions asked. Yeah, like I, I just, it sucks, man. The fans aren't getting them, the bots are getting them. Like it's just, it's 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 lame, dude. Well, it, 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 like when you when I look at sneaker culture and I see shit like that, it just makes me think it's lame, dude. It really sure. is. And uh, and selling a, a shoe that expensive too, it, like it's a kick in the nuts when you see the fees that are getting hit, you're getting oh hit with. Oh my god, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter when you spend what 180 on a shoe and you're spent and you're selling it for 1500. Like that that doesn't really matter as much. But you're still but taking, just, you know, 150 bucks just to them, and then another, then the service fee and all of that stuff. Yeah, but like think about the people that are the most of the people that are selling them have 20 to 30 pairs of them because of the bots like they don't have just like two or three pairs those dudes hit 20 to 30 times in the cook groups or like in the back door like it just it sucks man it makes shoe shoe culture just really suck dude it, it, it's it makes me hate having a hobby like that it really <laughs> does come on biden we need that uh grinch bot law passed you know what biden don't worry about the grinch bot do the do the uh, school loan thing. The student loan. <laughs> the student loan thing I, I've, I've said this before. I've said this before, but I do think that that will happen during this tenure. I, and I, my guess is that it's probably going to happen closer to uh, the next election time. Because if if he did that right now, he's not going to get credit for it once the elections come around. But if he does that three months before the elections, then all of a sudden everybody's happy. I I hope you're right, brother. That's all. I, that's all I got to say to that situation. I hope you're right. I got a lot of student loans I got to pay off. Real quick, just because this is fundamentally a sports show. Give me your thoughts on the Eagles draft. We still talk sports. AJ Brown. <laughs> AJ Brown. 
Uh, you know me. You know me. You got I'm, that AJ Brown jersey. It's already here, dude. I'm I'm wearing it right now. Well, you got the I'm, Ole Miss. I do. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I forgot about that. But dude, I'm so pumped, dude. When I saw, wait, the best was so I was um I was in the Poconos this weekend playing golf and watching the draft. That pops up, and I'm going. I'm like AJ Brown, best wide receiver in Ole Miss history. And somebody there was like, I like that's a shot at DK Metcalf, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, no, AJ Brown is just actually the best wide receiver to come out of Ole Miss. Like he was, if, if I was like, I was like, I'm a, I was like, I'm a fan. I'm a diehard fan of Ole Miss football. Like, and any other diehard fan knows that AJ Brown was ten thousand times better than DK Metcalf. And well, yeah, wrong. DK missed a lot of time. He had the injuries. Well, yeah, and a DK Metcalf was a great wide receiver. Don't get me wrong, but AJ Brown's better than him. Like I'm not there's like no knock at at DK Metcalf. It's just you don't hear much about AJ Brown. Like AJ Brown was he was so good, dude. He broke all the records, and then Elijah Moore broke his records. Mm-hmm. I'm so freaking excited. I said it yesterday that we have to kiss Howie Roseman on the lips. Like I'm I'm pumped, dude. I'm pumped for this season. I am ready to go. I'm looking at a list on Ranker of the best Ole Miss wide receivers of all time. And uh, yeah, in fact, 149 votes have A.J. Brown, the uh, best wide receiver of all time at Ole Miss. I am a little bit concerned that it, there's, as there are in many internet lists, there's definite recency bias and bias against older players. But yeah, A.J. Brown won, then D.K., then Elijah Moore, and then Laquan Treadwell, who was very good at Ole Miss and just was a complete bust in the NFL. But Mike Wallace should be above him. Mike Wallace is six behind Dante Moncrief. And, and Mike then, Wallace should be Mike Wallace should be high. He should be above Moncrief and Treadwell. Yeah, but I, I mean, he was he played there back in 2006, which is basically the ancient times. So that is that is the recency bias you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. AJ Brown, man, it's I'm it's, so excited. It's dude. crazy. I'm so in in a couple of seasons, you go from Travis Fulgham and Jalen Rager to AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. I'm so pumped, dude. I, I like what. And then what? Rager's going to be third. What? What's the? Oh what's no, the Quez Watkins here? will be third. They're going to they're going to try and trade Rager if they can't. He'll you know probably be he'll be the fourth receiver. But honestly, could even get cut because fourth fifth receivers need to play special teams. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm so excited. I love this squad right now. Catch me week one, section two oh seven. If you find me in section two oh seven, then I'll buy you a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you what? This is the most I've been looking forward to a preseason because preseason football tends to suck. But the Eagles add in, they add Carson Strong after the draft, a guy who talent-wise could have been a second-round pick, falls to falls out of the draft because he's got just horrible knees. With that said, you know, watching Carson Strong play in the second half of preseason games, throwing the ball to a guy like Devin Allen. Devin Allen is a fascinating story. Devin Allen is a wide receiver that the Eagles signed. He, a long time ago, was a pretty big-time college prospect but at Oregon, but he decided to give up football in order to pursue uh, track and field in the Olympics. He's since won Olympic gold medals. He just uh, set the record for the 100-meter hurdles at the Penn Relays last week. This is one of a guy who immediately is going to be one of the three to five most athletic players in all of football, and uh, it's just a matter of does he have any skills left from when he was at Oregon? Fun story to watch in the preseason, and uh, if nothing else, we can watch Carson Strong throw the ball to uh, Devin Allen in the preseason. 27 years old. Yeah. I hate to say it, Chris. All, you, all that stuff you said was cool and interesting. Uh-huh. I, I got one reaction to this drafting of this guy. 
They didn't draft him. They signed him as, a, as an un, they signed him as a free agent. No I'm sorry. Interest. No. Why interest. is your reaction to signing an Olympic gold medalist who oh actually has football God, skills? Dude. He's 27 years old. He's a firefighter. We drafted not, him. I they didn't even... draft him. Stop saying they drafted him. <laughs> This is not a guy that whose story I'm going to be watching. There's so much other better things to watch in Philadelphia. Yeah, and but, there are, but this is this is a fun little preseason thing. Sorry, Carson Strong's buddy. I hate you. I can't. Okay. <laughs> that you, first of all, I don't know that they've ever met. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, that you hate Devin Allen feels like a strong take. That's true. I'm sorry, Devin. I don't hate you, buddy. I just think you're going to do great. At the pen relays next. Wait, he raced in the pen relays two weeks ago? He's 27. I literally just told you he broke the 100-meter record. He broke the 100-meter record, the 100-meter hurdle record in the pen relays this past, you know, yeah, I guess last weekend. He's 27. I thought pen relays was in college kids. No, I think they have an adult um, adult thing, too. <sighs> Grow up, Devin. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Really mean stuff I'm saying. He's probably a nice guy. If he wants to come on, Devin, if you want to come on and debate me over running skills, get get on here, bud. <laughs> it feels unlikely right now. But Devin, I'll tell you what. If you do show up, we'll find out how many female comedic actresses. <laughs> if you can name at least 24, one more than me, you're the new co-host of The Underdog. <laughs> You've got the record. All right. That's it for this week's episode of The Underdog. For Matt Crone, I'm Chris Horbordell. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back here next time.